Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 11, and this is God's Big Story. Season 3. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back boys and girls, I do hope your weekend was magnificent. But here we go, we have reached week three of season three. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Alright, so Marvin, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great Dave, yeah, I went surfing. Oh, you did? And cows can do that? Oh yeah, of course Dave. You never heard someone shout, Cowabunga? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. Well, yeah, it's what surfers say when somebody does something awesome. You know, it's kind of like they're saying, Whoa, you did something like a cow would do it. Oh, are you sure that's what it means? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Marv, it is Monday. Still no badges have been won, but let's do this. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Fun Day. Where's that verse? What's that word? Find it fast and beat the herd. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Fun Day. Okay, so Marv, where are we racing to this week? Well, Dave, do you happen to know why Jesus would have been a great surfer? Ooh, I don't, Marv. This sounds like one of Benjamin's jokes. Uh, well, I guess Jesus could probably have been good at whatever he wanted to be good at. Oh, well, sure, Dave. But in Luke 8, verse 25, we read why. Because even the wind and the waves obey him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I see what you did there. Okay, so is that what we're looking for? Yep, Luke 8, 25. So, here we go, Dave. Find it in three, two, one, go. Okay. Oh, Corinthians. Oh, Luke 18. Oh, Luke 8, 25. And uh, Where? Okay, Marv, not too bad this week. How did I do? Oh, yeah, that was good, Dave. Another sub 10. Yeah, that was 8.35 seconds. All right, well, boys and girls, were you able to beat me? Remember, it's got to be first time. But if you did, Facebook, woodendonkey.org, or email youth at edengrove.org, and a badge or a button, if you're in America, will find its way to you. But, Marvin, it is time for us to get back to the Sermon on the Mount. Oh, yeah, great. So, over the last couple of days, we've heard as Jesus has kind of been rewriting the rules. We read all those Beatitudes where Jesus says, My followers aren't going to be rich and powerful or the ones in charge, but instead, blessed are the humble and the merciful, even the persecuted. And then on Friday, we heard as Jesus said, Look, this is not going to be a case of, Hey, everyone, sit back and watch as I do it all. Jesus was sending his disciples out into the world to be salt and to be light. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Now, if we've been around church and Christian-y type stuff, then we're probably kind of used to those ideas. But for the disciples, this was all completely new. This was not how they understood what it meant to follow God. And so you can imagine them kind of looking at each other and thinking, right, are, are we just throwing out all the old stuff? Is this such a completely new thing? Are we leaving behind what the Jewish people had been doing for the last couple of thousand years? And so, Jesus, knowing what they're thinking, well, today we're going to hear what he has to say about that. Okay, gotcha. So, well, what should we listen for, Dave? Okay, so here's the question, Marvin. How godly does Jesus say the disciples are going to have to be? Okay, how godly do the disciples have to be? Got it. So, well, who's reading for us, Dave? 
Well, this week, Marv, we have a brand new reader. It's our friend Heather. Oh, what does she smell like? You know, Marvin, honestly, I don't know. I have never sniffed her. Huh. Okay. Well, hi, Heather. Hi, everyone. Today's reading is from Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 20. Do not think I have come to get rid of what is written in the law or in the prophets. I have not come to do this. Instead, I have come to fulfill what is written. What I'm about to tell you is true. Heaven and earth will disappear before the smallest letter disappears from the law. Not even the smallest mark of a pen will disappear from the law until everything is completed. Do not ignore even one of the least important commands, and do not teach others to ignore them. If you do, you will be called the least important person in the kingdom of heaven. Instead, practice and teach these commands. Then you will be called important in the kingdom of heaven. Here is what I tell you. You must be more godly than the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. If you are not, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. Thanks, Heather. Okay, Marvin, so how godly did Jesus say the disciples had to be? Oh, well, he said they had to be more godly than the Pharisees, Dave. Yep, which again, you know, we're kind of used to the idea that the Pharisees are the bad guys because we know they were some of the people who had Jesus killed. But for the disciples, well, the Pharisees were the godly guys. They were the Bible experts, so telling the disciples to be more godly than the Pharisees was kind of like telling someone today that they have to be better at basketball than Michael Jordan. Oh, wow. Okay, well, Dave, what's Jesus doing then? Is he just saying you have to be impossibly godly? Gosh, that seems tough. Yeah, it would be. But no, that's not what Jesus is saying. So first up, we heard Jesus say that, no, I'm absolutely not getting rid of a single part of the scriptures that God gave to the Jewish people. In fact, I'm not even going to change a single word of it. God doesn't change. Neither does his word. It's all important. It's all good. Jesus is all about that. Okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. But you see, what Jesus wants to show the disciples is what the Pharisees and the teachers of the law had done with the scriptures. Well, they thought that that made them godly and righteous, but it didn't. And, you know, over the next couple of days, we'll listen as Jesus explains that a bit more. Okay. So, yep, again, it's more of Jesus saying, you think you know what it means to be godly. The Pharisees think they know what it means to be righteous and to be following God, but they've got it wrong. And so, yes, we'll read as he'll explain what true godliness is, because that's what he wants for his disciples. Okay, got it. Now, boys and girls, sometimes we might feel like the disciples maybe felt when they first heard Jesus say those words, like this is impossible, because we all know that we should be godly and we know we should be living the way God wants us to, but sometimes it feels impossible. We keep messing up. We keep sinning even when we really don't want to. But, well, Marv, let me ask you a question. Do you clean yourself up before you go and take a shower? Oh, no, Dave. That would be dumb. Yeah, you take a shower to get clean. Exactly, Marvin, and that's like God. We don't try and make ourselves godly on our own first and then go to God. We just go to him because he loves us and because we love him and because he's the one who helps us to be godly, who helps us to be righteous. Because his spirit that lives within us makes us more like Jesus. Remember, we call that sanctification. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that big word. Yep, good. So today, boys and girls, when you pray, well, let's thank God that we sinners can just come to him and he welcomes us. Thank him that we don't have to clean ourselves up first and then he'll love us. Let's thank God that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. That's how much he loves us.
Yeah, good moves, Dave. Yep, very good moves. And, well, that will do it for today, Marv. So have a great afternoon, boys and girls, and we'll be back tomorrow for another Moose Day Tuesday. Okay, yeah, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org. <laughs>